0: aloha welcome back to another episode of training well done your podcast on the what the why and the how of quality training and you are back with your host coach donald all right so i want to go and as you can maybe hear in the background i am driving he's got a really good view of pittsburgh um the McKee's Rocks Bridge. Have you ever run on the McKee's Rocks Bridge? I have once. Shout out to YRC. We did, oh, shout out to Rich of YRC. We did a run across there. One of my high school kids actually saw me on a Sunday morning when we were running across the McKee's Rocks Bridge. I think I earned a lot of props on my track team that day because said kid went about to practice like, Coach Donald's crazy. I just saw that man running across the McKee's Rocks Bridge. And, um... I'm not going to lie, felt pretty cool that day. Uh, shout out to you, kid. Probably not listening to this podcast. Um, <laughs> and so, anyways, nice view. Here's what I want to talk about today. Incorporating and understanding how to do tempo work in your training. So this morning, I was doing a one-on-one with one of our newer members who does Open Gym. And since listening to this podcast... This is a new thing we started offering at GHP where people can, adults can have a membership where they can come into the gym and train on their own. There is some level of I have to vet them to make sure that they know what they're doing. So a lot of the people who use Open Gym are like former members of ours or there are newer people who signed up, but I took them through some one-on-ones to make sure they knew what they were doing in the gym so they could... Operate safely and not hurt themselves or embarrass us, right? With doing wild, crazy things. Um, <laughs> not like wild, crazy as in the training is interesting exercises, but like they're just being ridiculous, right? They're like meme worthy on Instagram. I don't want none of that. So, this person, not new to strength training overall, but it's just relatively new to training or inexperience, I should say. We did a while on we wanted to. I wanted to teach her some new exercises because she was, you know, trying to figure out some new training regimens I can do and workouts. Today, I took her through a bunch of new things and refined how we did some things that she was already doing. And between these two workouts, they had two different tempos. And this is one of the things that when I meet with people about how to do their strength training, usually is something quite new to them. What do you mean by tempo? What I mean by tempo is the speed of the lift. Okay. There's the, there's different phases. Let's say you're going to do a squat. There's the you going down into the squat part. That is what we would call an eccentric phase. Alright. E C C E N T I C. Something like that. Eccentric. Uh, I'm spelled it wrong. There's an R in there somewhere. Excuse me. That means you are going down slow. You are going from the rest position into the hardest position of the exercise. From there you have your isometric part. In most situations the isometric part refers to the hardest um, and the, the part of the exercise where you then have to transition back to the rest position. So if you're squatting, often it's referring to the bottom of the squat. If you're doing a push-up, it's often referring to when your chest is at its lowest point at the bottom of the push-up. Isometric can also mean whenever you choose to stop and hold that position. So even if you only go halfway into the squat and you just pause right there, and then you come back up, that's an isometric. But the isometric phase is when you stop to then go the other way. And then it's the concentric phase. The concentric phase is when you're going from that sticking point in the exercise or from that transitions part back to the rest position, okay? That is your concentric phase of a lift. Now, you can actually train those phases individually and get stronger either at the sticking point, get stronger by going down slower. There's different physiological changes. Whenever you practice lifting very slowly in the eccentric portion, you actually can get a lot stronger than if you just go through the movement without accentuating any parts. So let's say you did a squat and it takes you um, less than a second to go down and less than a second to come up. Let's say the whole up and down takes you one and a half seconds for every repetition and you do ten of them set took you 15 seconds and let's say now we make the eccentric part of that three seconds and because you're going so slow you might take another second to actually come up from the bottom and to get up and stand up, especially if it's hard and heavy. So now we're talking about three seconds on the way down and one second to transition back to standing up. That's four seconds. You do that for ten reps. Now it's forty seconds. So you've almost tripled the amount of time the exercise took. Pass this car. All right, uh, new car. This thing is kind of fast. One really nice to pass people on the highway. I'm not gonna lie. Um, and then it gets stuck in traffic. Oh, no. Ugh, trying to get on twenty-eight. This is a nightmare. Anyways. Uh, you got me live right now so (laughs) you've almost tripled the amount of time that you've spent working on the exercise physiologically when you move slower through there you get more tearing of the muscle fiber, so it gets beat down more as you go through that what that actually does is cause your body to then revamp and rebuild stronger you're getting more time under tension through going through the eccentric part very challengingly so that over the course of let's say three weeks and you're doing squats if you did three sets of ten with a three-second eccentric and it took you another second to get back up versus three sets of ten at no tempo you just go down enough relatively close to as fast as you can, you're gonna get a lot stronger from doing the eccentric part. On top of that, you will build up your tendons. Those are the parts around where your knees are and your shoulders. These parts that connect your muscle to the bone, those parts of your body are also going to get stronger by being able to train in that fashion. Isometric is the other one that you can also train. Isometric means training in the bottom of those positions. There's a lot of variety of what you can do with an eccentric because you can train that at the very bottom of the movement. Let's say the bottom of the squat, the bottom of the push-up, the um, top of your pull-up. You can also do that at a different range of motion. Let's say uh, in a half squat position or something along the lines of that you can also train these different particular positions isometrics cause a slightly similar effect in regards to adding that time under tension to training to help you with being able to be stronger through there but they also usually involve a lot less soreness when you're going through an eccentric and it's really heavy with the how muscles contract there think like if you take both of your hands and you interlock your fingers when muscles contract it's like hundreds if not thousands per second of these interlocking fingers that just keep making the muscle shorter because they keep going right think like you're on a monkey bars and you keep climbing across the monkey bars except for in the process of you doing that the muscle gets shorter as you travel down there whereas when you do an eccentric you actually are breaking them apart as they lengthen out. So if you go down into the squat, you're getting into a more stretched position of the squat and you're breaking those links, which is what causes the soreness. Isometrically, you're not breaking anything because you're just holding the position. Your tendons really like this type of training and you also can still build up more time under tension and strength without becoming as sore um, than just going regularly through it. Concentric training, that's more of a power piece. That's not something that is very useful to do in a time under tension context. That's something you do in a power context. Think like a deadlift, right? When you pick up a deadlift, you just stand up with the bar as fast as you can. There's no isometric portion of a deadlift because Part of what makes it a deadlift is that you're picking up dead weight off the ground. So there's no isometric to that. Um, You can make it eccentric. That's more of a straight leg deadlift. But the intention of doing a deadlift is to concentrically pick up the weight. So this is something that we worked on today and that we do frequently in our training at the gym where we have a day where our main exercises are eccentric we might um, do to a lot of people's um, sadness and sorrowfulness, split squats with eccentric components to them, or we might do um, squats with isometric components to them, being able to pause and hold them, so that they're able to get a lot stronger and able to build up a lot more resilience to injury because the tendons respond really well to that. So you get to kill two birds with one stone it's not something that takes any really dramatic changes in how you work out all you need to do in making changes to your workout is a pick the main three exercises that you want to improve at and get stronger in your training workout and then take the tempo of those let's say you're doing sets of 10 sets of 15 Of a bent over row, and you're like, hey, I want to get really stronger, much stronger at rowing and pulling in general. Then you take those exercises and you say, all right, I'm gonna do the part, uh, the eccentric part. I'm gonna take four seconds to do that, and then just edit your workout to reflect that for those three exercises, and do everything else regular, Um, one second, third. I mean, you can make everything eccentric, but maybe that cuts down in how many exercises you can do in that time frame. Do another one for isometric. And then maybe pick a third day where you do everything as explosively as possible. That hits, allows you to hit three different ways. And bonus, you can actually do the same exercise straight through. You can do a back squat eccentrically on day one, do a back squat isometrically on day two, and then do explosive squats where you're still going to have an eccentric and isometric component, but you're going to go down and up as quickly as possible um, and practice standing up really fast from the squat. And then you've been able to do the same exercise for all three days but you've changed the speed at which you do them so you get different training effects from that um and it may lessen the blow for you mentally about trying to figure out what to do so hopefully that's helpful if you have any questions about how you can better incorporate that shoot me a message i'm on instagram at coach underscore donald you can follow global human performance at global human performance on there as well and then if you want to reach me directly outside of that, let's say you want to have a question, you can just go on the website www.ghperformance.com and I'll get back to you and you can send us a message, whatever your inquiry is, or if you want us to be able to actually sit down and take you through a training session and teach you how to do this, that's uh, something I'd love to do and can help you out with. All right. So make sure you like, subscribe, and share this with a friend or a training partner, somebody who could use this.